There's an infinite number of universes out there. In many of them, there is a podcast by us. In one of them, it's good. Please enjoy. So writing's pretty difficult. Like, it isn't, but it is. Like, you just sort of sit there. Uh, we talked about this at length last time, just about how the barrier is you. But writing is hard. You just sit there and, like, I find the hardest part of writing is when you discover words that don't exist that you need. So you sort of like, you're talking about like a cup or that some character is like drinking a cup, but they're like trying to lift it up by like, say the, the, like the left side of it. And there's like a certain word for this part of the cup, like the ridges or something like that down towards the bottom of it. And you're like, you got to come up with these words that just don't exist. And you're like, wow, I don't know what the, in a what the curvy part of a spoon's called. Yeah. So you want to add detail. And so you just write, he picked up the cup. Yeah. And then it's just anything that any boring. AI could generate. It's boring. Given yeah. like he picked up the, 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 the curvy He picked up the cup. He he caressed the, the curvy surface of the the upper lip cup. His part. hands um burst through the barrier between hand and cup <laughs> and they became one in a moment of clarity as he sipped the icy cold water. You've literally got ones like passages from where I've written it. It's just sort of like, and he touched like the, the, the roughly part that I don't know, search the name of this word later, uh, continue writing. <laughs> <laughs> he touched the adjective. And of course, I've never ed- really, I don't really edit. So these are still sitting there wherever I've written them. Just, <laughs> just saying, Zab, this is incomplete. I know you say it's complete, but- Literally, this is covered in notes saying, finish me. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. Hello and welcome to But Yeah, I'm Eamon. And I'm hidden behind a microphone. <laughs> yeah, tucked um, secretly behind a microphone, which if you're listening to a podcast just means he's talking into it. Yeah. Um, but if you're following us on Twitter, you can see that I uh, might be posting a video with Zev hiding behind an actual microphone so that you can't see him. And and now he's just hiding visually, which is pretty bad podcasting. So today's just right day. And... Um, it kind of kind of ties in with NaNoWriMo for November. Yeah, like how you have November, which is like na- like just right month. But basically, this is the day where you actually do it, all 50,000 words of it. Yeah, so ideally. I've, I've been doing just right day wrong all like last month because I was just eating the cereal <laughs> instead of writing the cereal. I've just been avoiding using my left hand. I didn't really, I only heard it. <laughs> I was, I've been trying to write in a justified font. And um, I've kind of hurt my hand. I've just been refusing to acknowledge any time that I'm incorrect. <laughs> I'm just right. <laughs> I'm just right. No so, reasons about it. Just I am. So I don't have any info on Just Right Day because the website that I was using to get info off actually changed it since then. So now it's I Love to Write Day. Yeah, um, it's different. Which changes the game. Um, it was created in 2002 by um, John Riddle. This sounds fake. John Riddle was um, writing for the past 30 years. He was years. trying to slay Harry Potter. He wrote 34 <laughs> books. This sounds... What is this? Is this some someone's fanfic that they've just posted on daysoftheyear.com? This is when he wrote... When asked books. why he decided to create a day dedicated to the love he and many other people have for writing, he said, My goal for I Love to Write Day is to have people of all ages spend time writing. 
They can write a poem, a love letter, a greeting card. Oh, God, I'm sick of this already. So this predates NaNoWriMo, I think. Yeah. Wait, no, that would have been like the night. Like and let me find out right now. You say something interesting for a second. Um, can we all just, can it, like, how do you, who, who, where's the committee that decides when you could just make a day? On a side note, can I just make a day? I'm replacing just right today, right day, right now. I'm, what are you changing it to? I'm changing it to um, all left. <laughs> What's left? <laughs> day. Um, nothing's left. Day. Nothing's left. So NaNoWriMo was started in... T- Oh, project actually started in 99 Ooh. with 21 people. Ooh. Now so it's techni- a, technically this other guy, Mr. Riddle, yeah. is um, what he's a usurper, sort of. Yeah, so he created this knockoff bullshit NaNoWriMo, which was just for a day um, in November. But NaNoWriMo has been going for like I wonder how much you're supposed to write years? for just in just right day. Probably just like a couple sentences. So just use Twitter. Back in 2002, none of that. People didn't use social media, I guess. What do we use then? Do we have Twitter? Do we have Facebook? We have MySpace. No one wrote on MySpace. They just yeah. sort of, I don't know, shared quizzes. I think whenever um, anyone asks him what to write on I Love to Write Day, he just says, just do the right amount. <laughs> and then they will just sort of shake their heads at him. Get out of here, John Riddle. And he's like, only if you solve these questions. Flies off to his den or whatever. Yeah. Um, no offense, John. If you listen to this, I'm sure. I'm sure you are. Well, you have the ability to make days, so you're more powerful than we are. Yeah. So you've been doing NaNoWriMo, You said. Uh, no, like not this, usual. I mean, <laughs> not really. In theory, what not I have done, So this year, what I have done is, I logged into NaNoWriMo. <laughs> and that was it. <laughs> uh, I've done it in the past, but this year I just, uh, I've basically, I did Inktober and that's sort of t- still going for me. Yeah. So now it's just. <laughs> that's my creative outlet at the moment. Yeah. Just drawing little banana people. So I'm I, like, I'm a banana person with a, na- with a naked butt. We'll put that on Twitter. <laughs> just, yeah. Naked, real, naked butt banana man. The fruit crew. Beautiful fruit. Yeah. Um, Eamon's presented me with his drawing tablet. Well, it's a surface that isn't really a drawing tablet and I'm enjoying that. That's my NaNoWriMo. Yeah, so you, you've sort of spilt the previous month into this month. Yeah. Like when people spill Christmas into January. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, come over to my house for Christmas. Yeah, except I'm probably not going to get cursed for it. <laughs> uh, so I've been doing like a spiritual NaNoWriMo where I just like actually write something. So I've been writing um, this multiple choice story in um, Twine, which is just this great um, tool for writing multiple choice stories, um, which I'm turning into like a little D&D game. That uh, doesn't actually use any D and D information because I haven't. We roll dice, and then Eamon goes. There are mm, dice. Yes. Yeah, pretty much. And just pretends. <laughs> like I should. Re- I I've been meaning to get a, the book of um, all the information I need to actually do D and D. It's literally in this room, you know. Is it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Which one though? One of them. <laughs> Probably fifth edition. Yeah, There's also a sci-fi one around here. Oh, really? It's like um, like a Blade Runner version where corporations oh. rule the world. Oh, okay. Fifth edition is what I was thinking of getting. Might be fifth edition. Uh, fifth edition is the new one. It's the yeah. I mean, the latest I- and the greatest in D and D and technology. Ah, oh, right. Um, yeah. What is it? Uh, what do you call it? Um, caves and monsters. Oh yeah, yeah. So I call that's Eamon's version. My my version is like caves and. There's no dungeon. Pre- there's no Dungeons and Dragons. It's yeah. just, um, You know. There was no dungeon or dragon. There in were mine. goblins. There were goblins. There's actually only goblins. 
Yeah. There's people and then there was goblins. They could have so just far. been short green people. Um, I was- <laughs> yeah, yeah, small green men. Yeah. We can't say goblins legally. It's racist. <laughs> it's actually a slur. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're act- their actual racial identity is. Yeah. They have different. They're, they're, they're a diverse culture. Yeah. So I've been writing that. That's like my spiritual NaNoWriMo. And that took like a lot more effort that I, than I usually put into writing. And I've got like one chapter finished that I've played through with a few people. And um, yeah, we played a bit of it today, although we've had to split our session up. Like we had a group which we were all going to play it, but then like basically Eamon's <laughs> had to run it independently with each of us separately. Yeah. As each of us have went to our various scenarios. Going, oh, no. I yeah. Can't, I can't leave my house today. It's been interesting seeing what everyone does through the same story because um, it's a pretty short story and like I'm kind of pushing people to go in the direction that it needs to go to get to the point where we can start yeah. moving the story along. So we played it pretty recently from my perspective of experience in the campaign. I was kind of a, like a bit of a shithead on purpose. <laughs> um, but like it was like, you know, it's like the tr- traditional D&D setting. We were trying to hunt down Mr. Knife Hands. This guy had no hands, but he had knives. His name was... Um, uh, Giles Daggerhands. Doogie Hauser. Daggerhands. And um, I was like a... I decided I was a thief, but not a very good one. And my, re- my character thing is that... I react reasonably to all these situations. <laughs> so, like, my, my other friend my other friend who was playing would be, like, slaughtering goblins and my guy would be just like, this is messed up. Um, these are sentient beings. I mean, they've kidnapped this princess. But, I mean, isn't the monarchy a outdated institution anyway? Like, um, <laughs> uh, isn't, I mean, maybe we should join in on this. But, um, yeah, then, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so it was interesting seeing what everyone did because- it- there's only like a few things happening in the story. Like um, you start off in a section, your group up, and then you go along the path and you get to like your first challenge where you have to decide whether to run into this voice calling out from the forest and um, choose whether you think it's a trap or not. Um, My response was no. <laughs> res- Don't go in the forest. He chose no, but then everyone else said yes and then you went anyway. Yeah. Peer yeah, pressure. I mean, I, yeah, peer pressure. Um, and that was pretty much what everyone I else did. I robbed them blind because they went first, though. Like, when I say robbed them blind, I stole some, like, muck out of his pocket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his horse. Um, so, in, in this this time, um, um, you guys went in and you actually saved the person who needed helping. And, what was um, the other version of This was, like, like, the wholesome. You guys played it pretty wholesome. Yeah. Like, you killed two goblins. That was it. Yeah. Whereas- Saved some people. Yeah. Told some wood whittlers, made some puns. I mean, I- <laughs> Solved all the riddles with such style. <laughs> yeah, so they, they saved this princess and then they went along the path. They found the old man who was looking for her, who's her dad, and gave her back to him, essentially, and then went along the path to the rest of the story. But the previous people I played it with, um, like, misfired all their magic stuff and exploded the princess and then lied to the guy. And then they killed him so no one would find out. <laughs> it was pretty awful. Yeah, I'm not keen to meet up with these people in the game once <laughs> we combine, we synthesize these campaigns yeah. together. So now everyone's reached the end of the first ch- like small chapter, and they're yeah. all on the same page now. Yeah, um, and they don't know each other in theory, and we're going to continue <laughs> on Skype. Yeah, that'll be fun. Oh yeah, we're in person today, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you can, might be able to tell because it's probably like a little bit snappier. Yeah, yeah, and, but, like and- the sounds a little bit worse. Yeah, I'm like talking over Eamon a bit more quickly than usual. Yeah, and probably not as distracted. <laughs> yeah, I can't just use my computer and do whatever at the moment. 
But yeah, um, so that was fun. How did you find, what were your strategies for like trying to push us, you know, in the right direction? I think it ended up just being like embodying the NPCs and being like. Yeah, there were a few times where I was like, I clearly, I'm, I'm going to do what you don't want me to do. Yeah, well, you're passed out. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I had, I basically just rolled terribly the whole game and just like got a hook in the mouth, got knocked out, just slapped around. Yeah. <laughs> like just. And- yeah, I was talking to someone who I don't think has ever played D and D, and I actually haven't. I've just heard people playing it on podcasts and things like that. Um, but one of my friends, she was saying like, if there's no like, if no one can die, like if you can just bring anyone who's in the room like hanging out back into the game at any point, then what's the why even play? Because you. If you die, there's no reason that like anything's <laughs> gonna happen. I'm like, I'm not gonna tell you to leave my house because you died. We can we can bring someone back. Yeah. The then, idea is you want to be collaborative. And then, try not to dick over the game. Yeah, and then she's like, but then what's the point of playing if there's no mortality? <laughs> like, and then everything's fake. That's what I always say about real life. If I ever gained immortality, <laughs> I'd just, I'd just, you know. Probably true though. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, like all, all the fiction about people who get immortality goes to that. Yeah, they just stop caring like, about humans. Uh, maybe, that's, but we already just say that. Like, yeah, man, immortals—they'd be assholes. I mean, like, uh, that's why I guess we don't have them. The closest we have to them is really old people. Yeah, and they're they're generally assholes. Yeah, <laughs> everyone knows. No, I, th- I think like the even like I think there's like a certain. They're either really wise or they're really angry. Yeah, I think there's like one like period of age where they're really angry at everyone younger than them if they get past that then they just don't care and they're like i'm gonna be a grumpy old guy. i'm gonna be nice now i'm gonna be a grumpy old guy i think like if they make it past like 83 then they're like they're cool with everyone because mm. they know they can't control anything Actually, i probably interact with more old people than most people yeah in, in my job <laughs> and they're all lovely there's a few grumpy buggers here and there but uh i don't think it's because they live forever. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe they do. Maybe they do. I mean, who knows? Have you ever seen, like, one escape? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Have you ever seen one? I jumped out the window one time. I was like, no! <laughs> That's why we've got to keep them in homes so they the- can't get out. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're immortal. <laughs> we need the secret kept. Yeah. Death is actually just a lie invented by the government to keep you scared. Yeah, some soil and green stuff. Mm. <laughs> I think in soil and green though, they still got old and died. Yeah, well, they ate people, didn't they? <laughs> I mean, soil and green, like as bad as like the but idea soil and green was, was. People, wasn't it? Yeah, but soil and people died. I don't think soil and green was like unwilling people though. Soil and green was just dead bodies. Mm. For the most part, there might have been some stuff. <laughs> Except for like, there might have been some rounding up of certain people. But I don't know. What I remember is old people went to like this peaceful home and died, and then they'd get taken to the factory. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I, I mean, I, I, guess, I mean, if I guess, you have low resources, but I think the whole point I guess that's was a phase of resources. I think the whole point know. was that there was resources, but the government was controlling it. Yeah, and making people eat people. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, I just don't want to conserve resources. I don't, I don't know. It's kind of like. Like, why do we bury our dead and not burn our dead? Yeah, it's kind of like- Graveyards are kind of like wasted real estate. Yeah, I mean, we could make good houses out of those people. This this all goes goes back to June again. The water water conservation, when you die and you go get your water sucked out back out of you. Become moisture. Yeah. (laughs) The moisture stays in the system. Uh, but yeah, so like with running those D and D sort of things, it kind of reminds me of like those Telltale games and stuff like that. Like there's that Walking Dead one. It's like yeah. 
a choose your own it's a video game but like a choose your own adventure yeah. video game where it's like here's two choices it'll impact the game but it doesn't yeah <laughs> it makes you feel like you've impacted the game like like there might be a bit where it feels like one character dies and the other one survives and you're like holy shit I've impacted everything and then the other one dies a minute later and you go oh I guess they'll both yeah it doesn't really matter yeah and then like you leave the area but unless you play it twice you don't realise that yeah like (laughs) you don't know that there's multiple choices and I mean I mean, maybe that's what real life is. It was if there was time travel, if time travel was real, we'd travel back in time and go, I'm going to change my fate. And you'd change something and then it would seem like you changed it, but then it would sort of just flick you back on the same path. Like, God damn it. The, 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 the narrator slash the, <laughs> the dungeon master is, he wants his, this wants his ending that is bad for me. Yeah. No, like I was um, listening to um, Bad Ideas cast and they were talking about Back to the Future in like an old episode. And, um, now, talking how in Back to the Future, Marty McFly, in the first one at least, when he goes back and changes his past and then comes back to the future and he's in his present day and everything's changed, he's still the same person, <laughs> um, which doesn't really make any sense with um, how yeah. like his family has changed and his childhood would have been different. Like, what should have happened is he should have, instead of fading away, should have just transformed into a different version of himself and then made a different decision, which then changed things, which then changed yeah. him. And, like... But like he would from the first thing he did, which changed things, it would have just went unpredictably south. Yeah. And then he's like, actually, like, I don't know. It's a pile of goo. <laughs> just, a, just, I don't know, the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> and like his family's complete, like everything is unrecognizably different. What I really, a missed opportunity that I really wish they did is, so we passed the year a year ago for when Back to the Future mm. happened. I wish they had have had, they got the guy, Michael J. Fox, today. Yeah, yeah they got him in those shoes. No, no, no. But like no, they, they got the no, shoes. No, no, it's a movie. They, they got the shoes. They no, made them. No, shut up. It's a movie where they have him and it's, it's last year. And he goes, this is nothing like the future uh, looked like when I traveled to the future. There's no hoverboards. It's just, I've got an iPhone. That's cool. But I just did my regular shoes. Poverty is still a big issue. <laughs> nothing super futuristic. And then he has to travel, like, I don't know, to some other point in time. To fix to it. To go, what? It's all because <laughs> Biff took over something that and controlled, like, all, yeah. Biff is Trump. Yeah. Or there's just no time travel at all. It's just him going around going, what? And just being disappointed with how, like, <laughs> the future isn't crazy. <laughs> it's just sort of, well, it is, but it's not as crazy in the way that he thought it would be. Yeah. That would have been such a good opportunity and they missed it. Like, maybe he tries to invent the hoverboard. Does he have a son? I don't know. Like, the actor or the, the character? The actor. Probably. The actor, actor McFly, whatever. <laughs> That's his name. No, no, but this is old man Marty McFly, modern day old Marty yeah. McFly. And he's just sort of like, probably the old scientist is dead. I don't know. No, I think the actor might be still alive. Perfect. He could have, they. Yeah, I know. They really should. Budget blocker. That someone probably a, that is in been, control some, of this. Someone didn't make millions from this. Someone needs to start a podcast. It would have made a really it. good shitty movie, potentially. <laughs> maybe, no, how do you know? Maybe it, it does exist and you just didn't see it because it maybe sucked. It, yeah, maybe it's just in another reality. Yeah. Maybe there's another future where it did happen, but they went, actually, that didn't make any money. So, they traveled back <laughs> in time and they prevented it from happening. <laughs> hopped in DeLorean and went, yeah, we're not doing that. Maybe every year or so, there's actually a new Back to the Future film, <laughs> but they keep not really succeeding and they yeah, keep, they keep backtracking it. on it. Yeah. Why did... Lucky we have time travel. 
Yeah, I'm glad we, we actually didn't undo, we, did, we didn't undo Back to the Future Free Three. That was because that was a masterpiece. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> um, yeah. So so when Marty gets Back to the Future, nothing's changed for him personally, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, it's kind of like playing a D and D campaign. Yeah, it's kind of like there's a de- there's a goal that the person wants you to get to, and that's for Marty McFly to have this certain personality, mm. so that the audience can relate to him. Yeah, um, this is probably a good chance to quickly have an ad break. Yeah. Uh, I believe you had a good something to talk about. So the new walking sticks are in. Um, the futuristic walking sticks with the rockets, remember? Uh, I have no idea. Gold, <laughs> Goldberg's rocket sticks. Um, Goldberg's walk, rocket sticks. Walk quickly. <laughs> walk very quickly. Feel like you're not walking quick enough? Use a Goldberg rocket stick. You just sort of you grab it, you, you put it on the ground, and you sort of hobble along slightly, and you push the button, and it just flies out, and you get... Pulled along like comically. Yeah, like have you seen those ads for the little um, like turbulent machines that pull you along underwater? Um, <laughs> it's like that, but it's it, like that, but for the real. It's like that, but through the air into traffic. Through the air, <laughs> no, not into traffic, over traffic, out of traffic. Get out of there. Get out of the city. Go explore the country. It just goes directly up and to somewhere else. It goes somewhere better. Goldberg's rocket sticks. Go somewhere better today. Go somewhere better today. So, um, where were we? Back to our regular programming. Um, but, yeah, it's funny how with these sort of things in, like, campaigns for D&D and, like, multiple choice adventures and video games and, like... Because all of these are really just the different stages. Now we have video games. That's the, the best version, really. But then in the first, we made role-playing games and then we invented choose-your-own-adventure books. But, like, in all yeah, of these... And then we had text-based games on a computer that was just like, this isn't a book, it's a game. Yeah. And then gradually went from D&D into video games by just moving the stats into, like, probability sensors and all this sort of crazy stuff. But it's funny, video games can't... They want to be movies. Like, movies are the own thing, where the movie has no free will. Like, you watch the thing, yeah, you experience it's linear. the thing, those characters, it's linear. That's fine, because it's really good at doing it. Sometimes it's really good at doing that. But then, like... Movies, I mean, games be like, I want to do that. I want to tell a story. Yeah. And the, to do that, though. You have to <laughs> you write, play, like, eight movies. You need you, you need your player to do the thing. <laughs> but So, if you give your player absolute free will, free will, say Grand Theft Auto. So, that has a story to it, right? Yeah, You go yeah. the city and, you, I don't know. Grand Theft Auto, home. Like, you At know, least it like, was. You know, you know the plot of Grand Theft Auto? Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I just robbed old ladies the whole time. <laughs> like, a game of sandboxes. Um, are fun, but like you can't do a story with it. And every now and then, like you have really fun games, and they they try they're trying to tend towards that sort of movie behavior. And they're sort of they've tried that in one direction. They did that that zombie one not long ago. Um, they're doing the sequel. For oh yeah, shortly. yeah, The Last of Us. Last of Us, which was it was a good game, but it was a movie. Um, it was fun to play. It had basically yeah, I remember playing that. It was I- cinematics. With occasional sort of sneaking around and crouching. Yeah, no, I remember that. I like opened the game and then I pressed start and then I tried to do anything on the controller and it just kept doing it itself. 
The best version, the best version of I played is where I went to the YouTube channel where they just had all the cutscenes, and, <laughs> and they just play them, and I watched that. Um, the game was fun; it was fun. Don't get me wrong, but like, so this goes back to my audiobook reading debate. Yeah, can you play a game that's mostly cutscenes? <laughs> yeah, if you just or if you watch a Twitch stream of a game. Can you say I played a good game? <laughs> I played a game the other day. Yeah, no, that's where it starts to become like starts to clarify the whole reading thing. You've experienced it as a game, though. Yeah. Well, it depends how much of the game is. What if it's scene. a Twitch thing where you have an impact on the choice? Where you go, okay, what do I do, guys? And then people say they tell. Yeah, them. no, that's a communal game. Yeah. Uh, it's still weird. It'd be like I was watching this thing, though. <laughs> even if you interacted with it, you only like like the Pokemon one where. It, who have like the the most vote for a direction mm-hmm. um, play the, the the computer plays that yeah. like you've seen that the stream where um, the chat room yeah, controls yeah. it yeah yeah and have you seen the other one where they had a fish control Pokemon no <laughs> they just, same thing where it's just whichever section of the fish tank the fish swam to would push a button on the control pad I think it fi- I think it like got stuck in a wall for about six months but it's finished the game now. <laughs> Just by sheer probability, it got there in the end. I think they had to deliver an override. Oh, right. Um, same thing with just the community one, because heaps of people will go, okay, let's try and play the game. But equal amounts of people are just like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ruin this. Yeah. And they just press B at everything. Or just got stuck talking to Professor Oak for the first month <laughs> because they couldn't get out of it. Um, um, so I saw a great Twitter thread about um, uh, um, hidden mechanics in video games. Mm. Um, from a yeah yeah like and that's a good way to sort of guide you towards what they're trying to yeah do. I mean it's what all games pretty much have to do if they want to be a game well like so I know we'll let you get back to your point for a moment but just one on that that I found crazy remember Resident Evil 4 right kind of it's like a zombie game you know Resident Evil you just shoot zombies in that game each time you die it makes it it has no you don't pick hard or easy modes on the game yeah it just has its mode and that's fair enough but it makes you feel like you're always good at it because, like, if you're doing well, the game gets harder. If you're doing bad, the game gets easier. So each time you respawn, an enemy might disappear. Right, so it just all balances. Yeah, and like one, and you, and one health is actually worth ten health and right. stuff like that. I like the last one health is worth more than the rest of the health bar. Yeah, <laughs> like stuff like that. But yeah, yeah. So, so th- this thread sort of blew up. It's by um, Jennifer Sherl, a game developer in Australia. Um, who I follow on Twitter and she posts a bunch of interesting stuff all the time. Mm. Um, but she just posted out a thread um, asking for people to come up with um, hidden game mechanics in games that developers know about. Um, one was Assassin's Creed and Doom value the last bit of health mm. um, as more than the rest of it to mm. encourage um, feeling like you're just surviving, <laughs> which um, I bet heaps of games do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which um, And the wonderful thing is they don't tell you. Yeah, definitely. Like, if you know, it's kind of like it, you don't. Uh, like, the, it's just all stuff you never really think about. Mm. It's just like when you're playing a D&D campaign, like, you as the ad, like, they roll the dice and they, and they go, so what did that pass? And then you can go, it totally didn't. But that would ruin <laughs> the whole game. So, sure, but you break your ankle. I don't know. You can, you can manipulate the game to make it a better experience. Um. So, what was the other one? Um, I watched a great video along these lines. Um channel on youtube shout out to that it's game makers toolkit and it follows all this sort of stuff just about like design along these oh uh, yeah it's really cool yeah but i mean to just like watch every single thing on those sort of channels mm. um half-life one if facing more than two enemies only two would usually attack um the rest would just run around random locations and um flank the area <laughs> and just say like things like i'm gonna attack i'm gonna attack <laughs> i'm gonna get you yeah 
Um, Even that would apply to D&D. Like, you don't want to have the whole all 20 goblins kill the guys. Yeah, I mean, and you literally can't, like, <laughs> do that in real time. Like, say they all attack and this yeah. is what they did. Yeah. Um, we have a term called coyote time for when a player walks off the platform ledge and presses jump too late, but the jump still works. Hmm. Um, which you notice a lot if you, like, look carefully at, like, platformers hmm. where you'll, like, run and jump. Huh. Because like they, w- they wouldn't feel proper mm. if you didn't make the jump most of the time. You'd just be angry. Because, like, even if you didn't do it, you, you ever, we've all had that moment in a game where we're, like, we're angry. We died. It was our fault. But we're, like, I totally pushed that button. I don't <laughs> give a shit. This game is wrong. The, the producers are pirates. Everyone's a monster. I hate everyone. Um, <laughs> you, you screwed it up. It's something that will never be cured from playing online games where you're competing, competing with people. Um but, like, I remember playing, like, old platformers back in the day and being like, I totally jumped. I don't give a shit. I waved the controller around like a madman. That means I jumped. <laughs> and, like, I'm I, not dead. I guess if you think of, like, how the human brain works, like, if you just, like, physically, as a person, go and jump something, yeah, you're running forwards. You're not usually looking at the ground. So, you're looking at the ground ahead of you, mm-hmm. deciding how long it's going to take for you to get there. And then your brain has to figure out when it's going to jump. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Whereas in a platformer, you're staring at the pixels deciding when to jump. Mm. So it's not going to feel right if it goes exactly when it's pixel perfect, yeah. I don't think. Yeah. Um, in uh, Alien Isolation, the Xenomorph has two brains. Um, one <laughs> that always knows where you are and gives hints to the second one that controls the body. What? Like the AI has two AI systems. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's so, really cool. So there's two AIs in the um, Xenomorph. So wow. one one knows exactly where you are, and it um, generates hints for the second I bet the one. The really good one gets so frustrated with the other one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just like they're 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 warm, warm. There there is a plant. Um, they they might be behind it, and he just sort of wanders into a fridge and bashes his head, and it's just sort of like gets shot and dies. And then like the other area, I was like. Fucking hate you. I hate this guy. <laughs> I don't oh why, why are we designed <laughs> like this? This is not an adaptive way for a species to develop. Um, um, first shots from an enemy against you in Bioshock always miss. Oh, yeah. Um, no, like, out of the blue shots. Actually, back to that advanced AI thing. That's exactly what humans are, though. Yeah. Like, we have a really smart brain, and then we have an emotional brain that's hungry and wants to fuck. <laughs> like, it's just like... Just doing random shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else was it? Uh, in Fable 2, if a dog gets stuck navigating and gets far away from the player, it'll just respawn off the camera. <laughs> I'm pretty sure a lot of stuff does that. Like, um, I reckon, like, also, like, racing games, if you get, like, too far away from cars behind you, they'd probably disappear behind you. Mm. If it's a racing game where they're meant to be, like, enemies. Mm. Um. Ah, uh, what else? Apparently, the thugs in Arkham Asylum will avoid doing 180 turns at all costs to allow you to feel stealthy. <laughs> <laughs> so, like they, like they basically, you run out, you're running along behind them, clapping along, going, yeah, <laughs> clomping along, and they're just like turning away from you constantly, <laughs> like they have no front half of their body. Yeah. They're just all back. <laughs> I got a, it's like I got a tingling sensation. I feel like there's something behind me, but I, I just I don't want to turn around. I love um, 
this is unrelated to that. Not really an AI, not something that helps the player, but something that another like <laughs> punishment for the player. So I think it's Arkham Asylum, which has this feature in it, and it's so sadistic that if you've pirated the game, you don't get the full fly- access the full flying mechanic. Yeah. So like in Arkham Asylum, for most of the game, you can get by doing that. Ah, uh, right. Flying. Yeah. So I you can like run, you can run through the city, and you can still sort of flap your arms, think, thinking that's what it is. You just look like an idiot. <laughs> but then it hits a certain point in the game where you need to fly, and you can't finish it. <laughs> So yeah. if you've got a pirate copy, you literally can't finish that game. Like, yeah. And they let you play to that point. Yeah, that's insane. Go, I can't. It'd be what good if at least at that point they gave you the option to buy it. Yeah, yeah I guess. And they might actually get money by forcing people into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I love those. I love games that do stuff. There was one like old NES, the game NES. Yeah. NES Mother or whatever, Mother... Um, the game would play really, really hard. Like, it was 10 times harder than a normal game, which sounds actually kind of cool. Like, yeah, I like a challenge. But then when you get to the end of the game, it freezes and erases your data <laughs> when you get to the, near the last boss. Yeah. That's it. That's and what it does. That's what you deserve. <laughs> it'd be like if, what a mean thing to do. It'd be like, imagine if they could do that for movies and TV shows. Mm. Like, they could force, like, VLC to um it's a different version like play um different clips at the end of a show like gets to the end of walking dead and then it's just like a pre-recorded rick like fuck you or or it's like it's like it just gets gradually subtly more ridiculous in a yeah. serious movie so it's like something serious like like do sex when it's like this gritty like is the robot self-aware is it is it have awareness oh no it, it spoiler alert uh oh no it it betrayed me ah uh, but instead of that it's just sort of like She's really good at trombone and then she's always playing trombone. And then like <laughs> he starts playing trombone and then the other guy comes in and goes, <laughs> and starts playing a saxophone. And then like, he's like, why am I wearing clown pants? <laughs> and then like, and he's like gradually morphs into. Thanks Obama. And then Obama walks in and he's like, piracy don't, don't is pir- bad. Don't pirate movies. <laughs> don't pirate movies. Gradually they all turn into this same like last <laughs> five minute clip <laughs> and then it turns into a 10 hour loop of like Lisa needs braces don't plan Lisa needs braces don't plan yeah but yeah like the developers have that sort of control because they they're running everything live mm. in um like a game even if it's like a movie you're rendering everything in real time so you can put stuff like that in if you wanted to mm. if you detected someone was pirating something <laughs> so like same as that games are like um, imperfect movies as well because they can break if they're not programmed right. Yeah. So, like, you might have, like, this dramatic sequence, but if something goes wrong, someone will just be walking into a wall <laughs> the whole time. Or if the players abuse it and they, like, put, like, a block, like, floating above the guy's head that's going to drop down when the dialogue mm. sequence ends. Mm. So, to bring it full circle, what they should do to prevent piracy with writing and books. So, like, there's audiobooks and there's, like, ebooks that come out and stuff yeah. like that. And you can make it so that if it's a... It, the, there's a secret book within the file that if it's detected that this is a <laughs> not real version of the book through some means, technology, Mancy, of some kind, um, it changes the ending. So, it goes from, a normal Harry, uh, goes from a normal Harry Potter book to, like... Just absurdist. Why is... Then Harry Potter jumped out the window, flew for kilometers, and then he he the lightning bolt scar it opened up, and then he jumped in it. 
And I'd watch that. Like it turns into one of those, like there's these Chinese ripoff ones where ridiculous stuff yeah. happens. One of my friends was telling me about how like they'd actually been reading the wrong Harry Potter books by accident. <laughs> um, and they go, so what, that whole stuff where like Draco and Ron hooked up didn't happen? <laughs> like all this ridiculous stuff. So that should happen. They just get some bad fan fiction. Yeah. And Harry Potter it just, just randomly pastes it into the text yeah. file. It smoothly just becomes a whole different thing. And Alternatively. That's, um, and that's the, the pirate. Alternatively, you get um, half an hour into the audiobook and then it um, plays like the last half an hour. <laughs> it just jumps straight to the last half hour. Yeah. So it's like. The audio quality just gets gradually worse and then they screech. <laughs> <laughs> or like a book it just it shows you like the last page so <laughs> you just get the ending straight yeah, away yeah like it suddenly goes it just has just the last page and then blank pages to yeah. imitate the thickness of a normal book and, yeah. and the real book's like I know you stole this <laughs> <laughs> or it's just like the Wikipedia synopsis <laughs> after the first couple pages mm-hmm. it looks like you buy the book <laughs> I did, well you don't buy the book that's, that's why this is happening to you you deserve this um, it's the normal thickness of a big thick book and then like it's it's literally only the first five pages <laughs> have stuff and it just summarizes it yeah <laughs> or it's um or you get like um half like half it says Dumbledore it. dies that's all <laughs> spoiler alert if we did it for movies it'd be like you get halfway through the movie and then you find out that it's just Dune <laughs> the movie which is an awful movie <laughs> it's supplements a different book entirely so you read read the wrong thing yeah Oh, I can't wait to read the last Harry Potter book. And they've just got Twilight and Control F changed all the names to Harry Potter characters. Yeah, I would like if movies could be smart enough that you could press a button and scramble the scenes easily. <laughs> yeah. That'd be fun. Mm. Um, just sort of like remix the movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that more or less covers it. I think. Yeah, I think, I think that, we've that answers whatever question we started on. I think we've resolved resolved it. Whatever question you had at the start, I assume they're answered if you still have them. Send them to our Twitter. Uh, we will. Yeah, that's um, at but yeah pod. Yep. And uh, we've been talking to a lot of people on um, the Twitter at the moment, um, posting some videos and just chatting with other podcasts and things like that. And it's really fun. So if you've got any suggestions or thoughts to send in, then feel free to do that. Um, otherwise, we've got um, but yeah pod at gmail.com you can send to. And um, yeah, we'll take your feedback or any questions you have that we can answer on the next podcast. It would be awesome. Cool, cool. Cool. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. See ya. So if you like the show and you want to support us, you can go do that on iTunes by leaving um, a five-star rating and review. And tell us um, your favorite multiple choice story or D&D campaign or something. If you ever play what, those old Choose Your Own Adventure Goosebump books, I feel like we've talked about those on the podcast before. Yeah, this is the first episode. Well, don't listen to that one. Um, listen, This is the better version of that one. If yeah. we have to- <laughs> Listen to this um, one. To this rewind one. it. Choose a different option. At, at the start, you'll remember we said you can choose- um, Which podcast to listen to. Whenever you click one of our podcasts, yeah. we're giving you a decision. Um, but we would like you to click all of them. Yeah, and also when I'm, <laughs> I'm giving you a decision right now to either go to sleep, continue on to your um, journey towards sleep, or get up and go rate us on iTunes. Or drive, whatever you're doing. Keep driving. Yeah. Don't go to sleep while you're driving. Yeah, don't, don't do that. If you're driving, don't listen to him.
Yeah, if you're driving, um, um, don't do the sleep. Don't drive or pull over and sleep. That's fine. No, if don't you're tired. Pull over. Um, go rate our podcast. Just, just press the button. Abort all the goods from the truck. Um, pull over. Pull out your laptop and wait five minutes for iTunes to load. And then wait five minutes for the page to load because right. iTunes is garbage. And then rate us on there. Yeah, yeah. Rate is good though. Yeah, rate is good. If, of if, course. You, if, if you feel like, like you, you took won't. the time to get there, you might as well just rate yeah, us. Yeah, like you wouldn't do that if you hate us. Yeah. So while you no one no one rates negative things. No one cares about things negatively, do they? Make sure to wave at whoever is passing your car to let them know that you're all right. Or flip them off if yeah. you're not. Or flip them off. Um, if I someone just, does come up to your window, then you'll have another uh, choice. If they there. look a bit judgy, just yeah, screw that. Just flip them off. Just flip them. <laughs> keep your keep your doors locked. Throw something at them. Um, you'll have a multiple choice whether to like explode them or um, continue on the path, and then we'll find out what happens next week. All right, thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>